Mabel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here with you. So what's the easiest way? Well, I found the easiest way in Ho'oponopono, that is a very ancient Hawaiian art of problem solving. Uh, in my search for happiness and peace, I kept I had a little voice that said there has to be an easier way. There has to be an easier way because I did many things, uh, but there was a lot of drama. You know, people engage, uh, react, uh, blame. Yes, mm -hmm. they find somebody to blame for, you know, for their problems. And I thought there has to be an easier way. Yeah, I, I've done quite a bit myself. A lot of Eastern traditions, you know, Buddhism, Taoism, you know, that type of stuff. Ho'oponopono is very simple, isn't it? Too simple. You know, for the intellect, it's too simple. So the intellect will say, no way. <laughs> and so Ho'oponopono essentially is based off of three states of being, right? The subconscious, the regular conscious or the intellect, and then the superconscious, right? You yeah. know, we are participating in the best video game in town. Yeah. Um, or we are part of. Mm -hmm. So life is actually happening in our subconscious mind, the memory that we've been accumulating. Yes, we accumulated things when we were kids. You know, somebody told you, somebody did something to you, decisions that you made, you know. Um, but... Most of them are from past lives. And that's something that we need to wake up to, to realize that the problems that we are having now has nothing to do with what is happening now, but they are all memories from past lives. And we are here to correct errors. The word Ho'oponopono means how to correct an error. So life is replay memories that are in our subconscious mind. That is why we talk about 100% responsibility, okay? So no guilt, yeah? But what am I responsible for? The memories that are playing in my subconscious mind. So that's one. Yeah. Then the conscious mind. The conscious mind is the one that God gave us to have free choice. So things come to you. They are perfect, even if they don't look like, but now you have free choice. You react, not react. You take responsibility, don't take responsibility. You know, you go A instead of B. I mean, you are responsible, okay, mm -hmm. for your decisions. And your decisions is what makes actually your destiny. Uh, maybe you come with the destiny, but you can change it based on the decisions that you make. Now, uh, and we all have a perfect part in us that is the, the super conscious mind. That part is always connected to divinity, universe, nature, whatever you want to do. Uh, so no matter what is going on between this relationship, between uh, we call it mother, the intellect, and we call child, the subconscious mind. So it doesn't matter what is going on in this relationship between mother and child, the super conscious mind or the father never interferes because we have free choice. The most important thing of this is not like I need to understand, yeah. but this gives me an idea of how this works, you know, right. and what happens when I actually choose to let go instead of react. In Eastern traditions, these memories might be called karma. Exactly, exactly. So past memories, yes, we come to correct errors. Yeah. Yeah, the Kabbalah calls the tikkun. 
Yeah. Mm. So we are all talking about the same thing. We That's are right. here to correct errors and nothing happens by accident. And the other the thing, universe is perfect. And the other thing about the subconscious mind is it's all connected. So mine is connected to yours and yours is connected to your neighbor. And so this is what many people call the collective. The collective, the, the one, the one mind. Yes. That's why in Ho'oponopono we say whatever gets erased from you, it actually gets erased on for everybody. Yes. So you are, you can make a big difference just by doing this from home, you know, being alone and you never know how many life could you could save, how many things you could avoid, only because you were willing to take responsibility and do your part. Yeah, and in A Course in Miracles, it's called the sonship. They call it the sonship. So different traditions, different genres, all the same thing. Exactly. But the big thing that I love about Ho'oponopono is the responsibility aspect. Me too. Me too. That that set me free. <laughs> you know, see, I wanted to be uh, independent since I was a little child. I was always looking, you know, to make money so I I wouldn't depend. I mean, and when I found about Ho'oponopono, the, you know, some people run away, you know, when you tell them you are responsible because they think you are telling them you are guilty, you know, but responsibility sets you free. Responsibility is that it's up to you, that you don't depend on anybody or anything outside yourself. And when I realized that, really, I felt free for the first time in my life. It made me very happy. (laughs) So if somebody you're close to, say a best friend, you've known them for 20, 30, 40 years, if they say something to you and it triggers you, it triggers, let's just say anger or frustration, you're responsible for the anger and frustration right? Yeah, well, it is basically Ho'oponopono, if you want to understand it, it's about that taking 100% responsibility and saying, I'm sorry for whatever is in me that, you know, he, he's, he's, uh, he, he's uh, aggressive or he's angry or even for his problem or even if it's a, a sickness or, or something, you know, but again, it's not because you are guilty, you know, it's very, very different. Uh, it is about you taking responsibility that there is a common memory there, that nothing is an accident and these people are coming to you for you to take responsibility to turn on the light. Yes, I always say the problem is that the light is off. Who's going to turn it on? Because mm-hmm. it turns off for everybody. How powerful is the sentence, I love you? Yeah, well... I love you. They think you are very powerful, but I always like to to mention that in Ho'oponopono, those words don't mean (laughs) what we think they mean because they are passcodes. They are easy ways to do Ho'oponopono, okay? Mm -hmm. So, for example, my teacher, Dr. Ijaliakala, heard once, he says, just tell them to say thank you. I know what they mean. So you don't have to say the, I'm sorry, please forgive me. You don't have to uh, say, I'm sorry, I'm wondering what is going on in me, you know, that this is coming up or what is the memory. You don't need to understand or anything, but you need to know that there is something inside of you and you can change it 
if you work directly with source, yes? Uh, whatever you understand for that. And that is letting go. We call it letting go and letting God or source or whatever, yes? Mm -hmm. So that's what you want. You want to let go and you want to just take responsibility that it's something in you. And it's not, again, that you are guilty, but you are giving permission for somebody to uh, to erase it, a, a, a more intelligent mind than yours that knows why the problem, what the problem is, uh, what you are ready to let go, et cetera, et cetera. Because sometimes, Kevin, not even the problem is what you think it is. Again, it's not what is happening in the present moment. It's just a memory replaying. So, um, and you never know what you are cleaning with. We use you know, I could tell you, I'm cleaning with this, you know, that is happening. But what is it really? I don't know. Only God knows. Yeah. So I would like to actually tell you, I was not a believer. You know, Ho'oponobono made me a believer. I do call it God, but I'm going to tell you what I call God. I call God a part of me that is inside of me. And that knows me better than anybody else, that knows all my problems, that has the solutions to all my problems, but is just waiting for me to see if I let go or not, you know, because if I engage, I think, I worry, you know, cannot do anything. That's the video game to let go. That's the, exactly. So what, you know, the blue or the red pill? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Right. And so in order to clean, as it's called, we use these, phrases yes and you know i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you but you're saying you can just do i love you i'll, I'll tell you what Ho'oponopono could look like mentally okay we do it mentally so you are talking to me and i repeating thank you 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 oh i love you i love you or any combination or a lot of people are using the four phrases the i'm sorry please forgive me thank you and i love you and it works a lot of people are doing my my way <laughs> i let go and trust <laughs> or i'm not gonna worry you know and and you see results but why you are letting go you are not reacting yeah what you resist persists um, you are allowing a more intelligent part of you to intervene. Well, not only that, but it's also a pattern breaker for your mind. So instead of exactly. your mind, instead of your mind wandering, you're breaking it by saying, I love you. I exactly. Love you. You are, you, because this takes you to the past, takes you to the future. You are never present. And we need to realize that all we have is this present moment. That's right. That's it. We don't have anything else, <laughs> you know? So yeah. it wasted time worrying, going to the future, imagining things, you know? Uh, waste of time going back to, to the past so that we keep replaying. If we keep, you know, living in the past, how could we change the future? No mm. way. Yes. So your job is just to be present moment by moment. Also, in that way, you are more alert. You can, you know, uh, recognize the signs. Yes. Uh, life starts happening to you instead of you pushing life to happen. You understand? Yeah. And by also by doing it, you do become more loving. I mean, I like to hug trees, you know. <laughs> Yeah, co connecting with nature. I, mm -hmm. I always tell people, maybe it's not a Ho'oponopono tool, but definitely, um, you know, connecting with nature, also noticing 
uh, how nature flows, yes, or how uh, birds flow, or, or you know, or how they have uh, birds know where they find their food, yes, and it's usually close to where they are. Why are we always looking out there, <laughs> you know, uh, or going uh, far, you know, away, you know, like the alchemist, yes, to find out that then it was in it your was right there the whole time, yeah. And Jesus said, you know, the birds are taken care of, so. Exactly, exactly. So we have to realize, yes, we talk about karma, we talk about uh, the possibility of correcting errors, but one thing that I tell people is if we do it God's way instead of our way, uh, it will be easier and there will not be suffering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't come to suffer, even though that we came to make amends, let's say. Yes, but if you don't take it personal, you know, and, and you go with the flow, it will be much, much easier. So when somebody's starting out, let's say their first month doing Ho'oponopono on the practice, I mean, they're cleaning a lot. I mean, it's tedious because it's all the time. So Well, well yeah. because also um, you are paying too much attention to that. <laughs> you know, or you are trying to do it perfect or or you are questioning, am I doing it right? You know, and that makes it tedious. That makes it. But when you flow like a child, it becomes natural. Yeah, the more you do it, it more it becomes automatic, too. Exactly. It? That's the idea. And we in the in the Ho'oponopono trainings, we, we work with the inner child, the subconscious mind. We need that help, you know? And that's the part that can do it in automatic, like it does your breathing, like it, it does all your, you know, takes care of all your body functions. So when we are cleaning, we're talking to our subconscious, also known as the inner child, right? And then that sends an energetic response up to your higher self or your super consciousness and then that shoots out to divinity right yeah ba basically the intellect our mind is the one that has the free choice so it's the one that chooses to let go you know or to do the cleaning so that is like an order that the intellect gives to the subconscious mind and then like the subconscious mind you start working with god you know what is it that we are ready to let go you're not cleaning up house yes <laughs> looking in the drawers and things like that and then that petition goes to the superconscious mind yeah we say that the intellect cannot go directly so it has to go through the inner child and the inner child makes the connection with the superconscious mind and the superconscious mind makes the connection with divinity the superconscious mind is like cleans up the petition you know, it knows what is right and puts it up to divinity. And immediately this happens, you know, again, this is only in information for the intellect. Do you have to know all this to do Ho'oponopono? No, yes. But this gives you an idea that something is happening when you are saying thank you, you are saying I love you because the intellect feels I'm not doing anything. <laughs> you know, let's do something. Especially for a beginner, do you think that them going back to past events would be a good idea to talk to the inner child, like say something happened to them when they're 12 and they're still holding on to it? Well, you know, it could be, again, the intellect doesn't know because it doesn't have, the intellect might think it's that that happened to you when you were 12, but really you don't know. So yes, you can always talk to your inner child and say, please let go. 
actually that's all you have. The only thing that your inner child needs to hear is, we are together now, now I know that you exist, you know, we are together, now we are gonna work directly with God, I'm not gonna abandon you, I'm not gonna neglect you, there is nothing we need to worry about. And, and actually you can talk to your child and ask very lovingly, you know, please let go because this is the part of you. But actually when you're saying thank you, when you're saying I love you, it's a way of talking to the inner child. You know, the inner child knows how to do this. So it is, again, it's part of this uh, circuit, you know, that, that happens every time that you say thank you, I love you. But you, the most important, I think, Kevin, that we need to convey here is that we are all unique and you have to do it. You know, Dr. Ihaliakala, my teacher, used to say, um, God doesn't treat us as cattle. You know, everybody do this, everybody that, you know, follow your own inspiration. You know, you take this information and you say, this is what works for me. Or you go, you be more spontaneous and you do what works in the moment that it might change, you know, right now you want to say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And the next moment you just want to say, thank you, or I love you. So it's not about questioning, you know, again, am I doing it right? You do it your way because you are unique and you only know what works for you. Yeah, I do thank you, I love you a lot as a, a continuous mantra. And then I bring the forgive stuff in if needed. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you are the one, you know, uh, in charge and you are the one that knows what works for you in that moment. And again, it's not about, this is what you have to repeat. This is the order that you have to repeat, no. Just go with, with the flow in the moment. Whatever comes out, don't even question it. So if somebody's on a walk, beautiful walk, and then all of a sudden a thought comes by about... I need to pay the telephone bill. Yeah, or, or a judgment on mom or dad or something like that. Yeah. Just, I love just, it. Just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, but I'm enjoying the ride, <laughs> you know? Or, or I, I also use a lot of thank you, but I'm busy. You know, no, thank you, but I'm busy. Uh, so again, it's, it's about, you know, lovingly also, because again, what we resist, if we put the intellect is bad, guess what? You are resisting it, yeah? So no, you make it a friend, yes? Thank you, thank you, but I'm busy right now. And, and you know, I always said that Ho'oponopono was my meditation, you know, 24-hour meditation. And, you know, looking more into meditation and everything, is it really all all people that teaches the people that teaches meditation they always talk about letting go <laughs> yes meditation is about letting go meditation is observing and letting go not engaging and Ho'oponopono is exactly the same thing but 24 hours a day observe do not engage let it pass yes uh, you have a judgment you clean with the you let it go, you know what I mean? So how could you be at that stage, that vibration called that energy, you know, of being connected, you know, with the, you know, at a higher vibration, being connected uh, with source and, and being able to be guided and protected and knowing that you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, it, it's almost like we're, we're transmuting on the spot. Exactly, but, but, not always works the way you expect it. And right. this is very important. And that is something that it was 
since that day, I'm going to tell you what happened. And since that day, I swear to you, this works always. Okay. But it doesn't work sometimes the way you expect it. So you have to trust. It comes the, the thing about, that's why I said, I let go and trust. I let go and trust. Uh, I went to Dr. Ijaliakala and I said, oh, this doesn't work. You know, I'm, do, I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning, but this doesn't work because it wasn't working based on my expectations, you mm. know, on my own situation that I had at that moment. It, and it wasn't resolving, you know, the way that I was expecting to resolve. So uh, there is also a story that he didn't say anything in that moment, but then, you know, he cleaned, he waited for the answer, you know, what is the right answer to give me? And he came and he looked into my eyes and he said, no expectations. And this, since that day, I swear to you, this really, really works every time. Hmm. But again, you, you don't know what is right. So you have to actually let go of your expectations of what you think is right or what you think it should is the way to accept that everything is perfect. And sometimes you have to go through the tunnel in order to see the light. So if you have a judgment on someone, that judgment could persist. You might have to clean on it a whole bunch of times. And and, and it's about what I, I was saying before. Now you keep living in the past, how you're going to change the future. Mm. You're going to keep attracting the same thing because you don't want to let go because you want to be right. <laughs> Because we, you want the other one to apologize. Listen, let go of that because you are hurting yourself. You're not hurting that person. Speaking of attraction, you said attraction. Um, a lot of people are into the law of attraction. It's a law. It's out here. But with Ho'oponopono, you don't have to be aggressive with that law of attraction because the more you clean, right? More things just kind of drop on your lap. And there is the right things <laughs> you know because sometimes you ask for things but you don't know what is right for you or what you think oh i will have this and then i will be happy and then you know you have it and you're not happy maybe that wasn't it so why not allowing uh, the part of you that knows better you know to bring you what is right and perfect for you um so again it's it's effortless yes now easy to say Okay, because we all have problems, we all have challenges, and when they show up, sometimes it's not as easy to let go in the moment. But I always tell people, I let go as soon as I can, I let go. You know, I go back to the, I go back to the clinic, like I, I go back to my senses, yes? Um, but sometimes it's, it's, I understand, it's not easy, you know, to keep your mouth shut, you know, not to have judgments or, or expectations, but as, you want to be as conscious and alert and, and present as much as you can, mm. you know, and, and that's what Ho'oponopono helps you to do. So mm. you go back to repeating as soon as you can. Dr. Hugh Len is an interesting gentleman. Uh, yes. You mentioned him, of course, he's famous for the, the mental institution incident where he worked on cleaning the clients up, didn't even meet with them and, closed down the whole hospital because they all got better. Yes. And one of the things that he teaches is to be inspired by divinity. Yes. And the more clean you become, the more you get those downloads, so to speak. Exactly. And so uh, 
the cleaner we are, the more we get those, right? The thing is about letting go and letting go, like I said before, yes? So the idea is how I could be, again, um, in that energy, how could I be connected? So moment by moment, you clean. And yes, the more you clean, uh, you know, the universe is always observing you, yes? So see that you are trying, seeing that you are, you know, committed. Um, uh, that you you are um, having a compromise, yes. So the more the universe will connect with you, the more that will will uh, um, communicate with you, will find the ways to communicate with you and guide you. So when you are doing this, you are allowing for that guidance uh, to come. Yeah. So regarding the law of attraction that you mentioned, it's not like open oh, no, doesn't work. It, it, it's a universe a universal law, yes, but. What happens is we don't realize that when we practice the way we were taught, you are using only the mental part and the mental part doesn't know, yeah? And you are manipulating because we can do that, but you are also using a very small part of you. And actually the manifestor is your inner child. It is your subconscious mind. So you are kind of working with the wrong uh, part of you. Yes, it could be temporary relief, you know, and things like that. Uh, but the thing is um, that when you do Ho'oponopono, yes, you are t- working with the law of attraction, fra- but from the subconscious uh, mind of yours and working directly with divinity that knows what is right for you instead of your intellect. What about working with clients? I mean, you do a lot of seminars and what- whatnot, but what about working one-on-one with a client and using Ho'oponopono to help them? Well, maybe I should go back to my prior life <laughs> of being an accountant, a tax accountant. I started mm. practicing Ho'oponopono being a tax accountant. Mm. And, and I, I opened up my own practice because I always worked for CPA offices as an employee. And um, because of Ho'oponopono, I opened my own practice. Yes. Uh, so I follow my, my own inspiration. And, um, and because of that, I let go of my own practice too. <laughs> you know, I took a lot of illogical decisions because of Ho'oponopono. And you got, a loan. you got an unexpected loan too, didn't you? Oh, oh no, that my loan went down. Uh, yeah, that my income went down. And I said, how am I going to do to pay all these people, you know, that I already have with a new career or profession? And, uh, and, and suddenly my bank says, oh, instead of paying so much, you know, a mortgage, you have to pay this. And it was half, <laughs> you know, of what I was paying yeah. for, what, you know, because I had a variable tax rate, whatever. I didn't even know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so. Um, I'll tell you how, how it worked for me. The clients would come by themselves. I mean, I don't know, word of mouth. You know, people would give my name and number. At that time, there weren't emails yet. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, uh, and it was amazing. And all the clients that came, they had tax problems and I had to represent them in the tax audits before, you know, the government here. And, and I got amazing results only because I was practicing Ho'oponopono. I couldn't believe it myself. And my clients, <laughs> you know, they, they, some, they are still waiting for a bill, you know, to come. They would say, okay, try to get me an installment payment, Mabel, you know. And, and, I, and then 
oh, I'm, I'm not getting anything from, you know, the government. And I said, no, you won't. You don't owe anything. So um, I got them refunds and things, but because of keeping my mouth shut and practicing Ho'oponopono. So I, I never had problems with clients not paying me. Again, I, did, I never ran out of work, on the contrary. And actually, I needed to be independent because that is what gave me the possibility of traveling with Dr. Ihaliakala because I was independent. Mm -hmm. uh, that gave me the possibility of um, working part-time, you know, and again, doing this. Um, uh, that gave me the possibility of paying for a lot of radio and TV shows that I did here for the, uh, um, Los, the Latino community in, yeah. in Los Angeles. I mean, I, I did, my career helped me, my prior career helped me a lot, but brought me to where I am now. Yes, and I'm, I'm really grateful. So sometimes you feel, how come I've been doing this, you know, and but then you realize everything is perfect, yes? Mm. And so when you when you were an accountant, you'd be cleaning while the client is right there next to you? It, I, and it, not only that, but also during the, the, the audits. If I tell you the stories that I have, I convince auditors with things that I didn't know where they came from. I told an auditor because my client didn't have any proof of, for the, the deductions. And I told her, look, I mean, <laughs> to make this kind of money, he has to have deductions and looks, they look reasonable. And she, and she looked and they said, yeah, they look reasonable. <laughs> well, can go figure, where did I get that from? You understand what I mean? Only inspiration, okay? It, it wasn't like I went prepared to the audit and I'm gonna tell her this. No, I would go blank. Nothing, being present in that moment and answering without thinking. Inspiration is acting, speaking, moving without thinking. You understand what I mean? And then yeah. you look back and you cannot believe what happened. Then I had another audit where this lady was very tough. I had to meet with her for a second time. Uh, they say, the first time she didn't believe anything to me. Okay, well, we keep cleaning. The second time, it was like my best friend. You know, this person had changed, like she was a, a different person and she was friendly and everything. And I was told this was not a client of mine. Um, the CPA office that I used to work for asked me to help them with a client of them, you know, and represent this client of them. And they had told her, you know, this will look like fraud. You know, your tax return looks like fraud. So, you know, maybe, you know, the penalties for fraud could be very high. But that depends on the relationship that Mabel makes, you know, with the auditor. Mm. And in, that, in another moment, Kevin, Mabel, that used to be perfect, you know, had to be perfect and, and care very much about what other people thought or was going to say, uh, would have, you know, um, been very, very pressured. But, you know, I smile when I heard that because I, oh, it depends on my relationship. All I have to do is clean, yes? Well, zero penalties, not only no fraud penalties, no penalties at all. Yes, she owed money in that case because it was definitely, all, all the deductions ended in zero, <laughs> you know, like made up numbers, you know? Yeah. So it was impossible that she would take it as it was, but the penalties could have hurt and no penalties at all. Wow. So, and that was for me, 
clean, doing the cleaning. That this is what it convinced me the most, to be honest with you. My relation with my kids too, yes. Yeah. But but uh, my profession, you know, my tax uh, profession was what it convinced me more about Ho'oponopono. Because mm. I mean, you know, you could be very spiritual and it's great and it's important and it's the foundation, you know, it's your foundation. But if you go to the extreme, no extremes are good. You understand what I mean? You have to find the balance. We are here now. Well, I I look at it like, I like to use the word programming. So we're programmed from mom, from dad, from society, from past lives, perhaps. And that's the subconscious, right? Spitting out this data, this programming. And so Ho'oponopono helps us to deprogram. Exactly. To you are clean. erasing those programs. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And so when we, I, I feel the like- The only we, way to attract something different. Otherwise, it's like Einstein said, yeah? Insanity. Right. Keep doing right. the same thing, expecting different results. And some people pray directly to God and it works. They have amazing stories. Yes. This is just slightly different, but same concept. But you're working with God. You're praying to God. You are asking God, uh, but not with the least. (laughs) You're going going to your inner child first. Yeah. Yes. But but it is automatic. Yes. I talk to God too. Yeah, me too. But I know, but I don't need to understand that that is going. Talking to God, let's say it could be a cleaning tool. You understand what I mean? Coming to God. It's always a cleaning tool. You understand? So it's not like I talk to my child to go to God. I talk to God. For example, I have an amazing story to tell you something that happened to me two weeks ago. Uh, I went, first of all, you know, I was taking a group to Mount Shasta here in Northern California, Mm -hmm. and it got postponed because of the fires here in California. Okay. So, um, So at that moment, I, I said, I do need to take a break right now, you know? So I said, and I usually go every year to Mexico for my birthday in August. So um, I said, do I go to Los Cabos or Puerto Vallarta? And I waited for inspiration, yes? So the inspiration came Los Cabos. So I get to Los Cabos in Mexico and they are ex- now suddenly a hurricane is coming, mm-hmm. okay? And I, I did an amazing exercise. I went through like talking to God, like being in front of God, reviewing my life, you know, and saying to God, hey, you know, I know I was not perfect, but I'm satisfied with what I did. I did the best I could. I did the best I could. Yes, I want to stay. Yes. But if it's my time to go, I go happy because I feel I did. I gave my best. I did my best, you know, and I'm, I'm happy. Um, and if I have to go, I'm okay. Yes. Well, the, that the that same day at night or or during the the more the early morning, the hurricane changed um, course and it went to Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Remember, I had the the question: Do I go to this one or that one? Okay. Oh, yeah. But that exercise that I did, and, and that was directly with God. I didn't sit down and I didn't tell my, my, my inner child, let's, okay, let's talk to God. No, I went directly, okay? But sometimes I tell God, um, God, this is too much for me. I need help, okay? Or many times I tell people, just hold God's hand, yes? And you are doing the cleaning, 
So it's not like you have to do or think about what you are doing when you are talking to God. Yeah. Now I come back to Los Angeles and somebody writes to me and says, there is a, a hurricane right now hitting Los Cabos. <laughs> I mean, I mean crazy. So I always tell people when you do this, you are at the right place at the right time with the right people. Trust. Mm. Okay. Maybe the hurricane, even if it hit, it wasn't that I, I was at the wrong time at the wrong place. It was because I had to leave that. But I mean, this showed me how we are guided and protected when we allow it, when mm. we ask. Okay. Sure. This inner child, though, it, need, it needs some attention, doesn't it? Because we, we don't even know he's there usually. It feels abandoned many times, neglected and things. But as long as you start being conscious that it's existence, you know, and you start communicating more and, and uh, including him or her more in your life. And, and when I said him or her, her, I don't want you to think that all, if you are a boy, if you have a boy in a child, it could be the, uh, the opposite, okay? So don't think that if you feel that you have a, ch- a, 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 a girl instead of a boy, no, it must be, I might be wrong. No, maybe you're right and it's okay. It's interesting for me, I was doing inner child work and then I found Ho'oponopono mm. or it found me. And I was like, oh, this is similar to what I was doing with talking to my inner child except yes, it was it's just more sci- a little more yeah. explanatory doctor dr Ijaliakala used to say that if you're looking for the your best partner is your inner child yeah, <laughs> that's your that, best partner yeah he says that's the number one relationship yeah yeah that takes me sometimes i wonder if if the inner child is a representation of jesus too because then there's mother mary so there's the mother, there's the child, child, son, God. You know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? And and the the most important thing is if if you believe it works, know that you have to or related to whatever works for you. You know, like for example, some people says, okay, when you are saying, hey, I'm sorry, please forgive me, or you are saying thank you, who are you are saying it to? And sometimes I tell people, you don't need to understand, just say it. But yeah. Let's say that you need to understand it. Okay, you are saying it to God, yes? But if you feel that you are saying it to your inner child, do it. What works for you? The thing is, do it. <laughs> it's not about understanding. It is about doing it. So it's a, just it's do about, it. It's about love and trust. Exactly. Being, uh, being a child again. We have to go back to being children again stop thinking so much or trying to understand so much. Dr. Hugh Len, and I, I don't I don't quite have his for his full name mastered. So I call him Dr. Hugh Len. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how old is he now? Is he in his 80s? Yes, late is 80s. Okay. Yes. So you know when I did the whole Pono Pono training, it was like 15 years ago. You were in it. Where where were you? Where, where was it? It was, uh, it was um, in Texas. Oh, wow. With uh, Charles? It was with uh, Dr. Vitali and Dr. Hilan. Ah, the one with Dr. Vitali. Okay, okay. Got it. And, and you okay. came up, you talked for about 15 minutes. Yes, yes, yes. I yes. think the easiest way just came out. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, it was kind of new. Yes, I, actually, I think uh, I think Dr. Vitali, uh, it, my book was one of the first ones that he read about Ho'oponopono, because actually at that moment, there wasn't anything about Ho'oponopono, only my book. Right. And, and Dr. Yeah. Vitali, being a good marketer, really put it out there. Yes. Yes. So I always say thank you, <laughs> because thank you him that made this famous, you know. Um, he's uh, still he, promoting it. He's still promoting it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and people found out, a lot of people found out, he opened a lot of doors. Yeah. Because of his marketing uh, skills. And that was great. And I think Dr. Hewland saw that and he was inspired to go with him, right? In the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he didn't do anything without checking. Yes. So, yes. Right, right. <laughs> we needed a marketing, uh, some marketing for Ho'oponopono. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, most not of the... everybody, not many people knew. Yeah. And uh, yes. And yeah, you know, we used to be always the same reviewers coming back and coming back and coming back. And we always, and some, some new students uh, here and there, and, and the new students would come and say, how come there is no more people here? More people need to know about this. And, uh, but, uh, but he was the one really making people aware of it. Yes. And mo most of the audience were therapists. A lot of therapies would come, but not all the therapies would stay because when you tell the therapist that the problem is in them, in not in their patients, right. they don't like it. <laughs> right, right. And again, not that you are guilty, but if you look at it as an opportunity, clients, patients, you know, uh, customer service, you know, whatever you are, hairdressers, you know, everybody's coming to dump on you. You so, know, there are problems, but you, all you have to do is clean and allow God to correct. What is it in me? You know, that these people are, you know, uh, this person is telling so, me this. So using the, the famous mm -hmm. incident as an example, Dr. Hugh Len would sit in his office yes. with a folder and he'd look through the file of someone who's a murderer. Yes. And he would say something like, I'm sorry. Well, in that, mo in that moment, remember there were not the four phrases. So the four phrases came with Joe Vitale. That okay. was Joe Vitale. So Ijaliakala was not doing the four phrases. Okay. 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 <clears throat> but he was working with God about for whatever is in me that this person uh, killed the mother, you know, or abused somebody or whatever. He says, I'm sorry. Forgive okay? me for my part. And my brother, exactly, knowing that he was there because he had common memories with the murderer, yes, and that didn't make him a murderer, you know, or something, but it made him responsible, and and he knew that whatever would get erased from him, he would get erased from from them, and that's why we always say you don't need to talk to anybody, you don't need to be close to somebody to resolve a, a relationship, like you said, the subconscious mind is one. So that get as I, it gets erased from you, it gets erased from the other person. We always said it gets erased from your family, relatives, and ancestors. And now with the DNA studies and everything, we are all family. <laughs> you know, we are all related. So Dr. Hulen would go through file after file after file after file for like four years, right? Or something. Like yeah, that. I don't remember 
all the details. He told me I have interviews with him, but I don't remember all the details. Yeah. But he's been there. Yeah, he, he was there for some years. And <clears throat> all he would do is sit in his office and do the Ho'oponopono clinic. He's a trained therapist. Like he's, he, <laughs> he's got a, he was a, a, a clinical psychologist. He, uh, <clears throat> well, you know, he had a teacher, yes, Mona Simeona. Correct. Yeah. And uh, and he would tell us that when Mona did consultations, uh, the 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 person would come to the office and Mona would say, "Okay, start talking." And her her desk was completely clean. Yes. But while the person would, would talk to her about her problem, she wouldn't even look at them. And she would start, she would start uh, opening the drawers and getting things out of the, of the drawers. And, and by the time, you know, the, the consultation ended, the, the, the desk was full of stuff, you know? And, but at one point, and she wouldn't say anything to them. And at one point, the person that came for the therapy for the for the therapy would say, oh, Morna, thank you. I'm feeling much better. <laughs> okay, so and and Dr. Hulen would say, I was trained that you have to look at the the people's eyes, <laughs> you know, your clients or your patients' eyes, you know, and like paying attention. No, mm. she would do this kind of consultation. So what was she doing? She she was doing the cleaning, you know, and and uh, and it's about allowing. So it was, yeah, yeah, Ho'oponopono is mental, you know, because everything is mental. <laughs> you know, everything is whatever your thoughts are, you know, whatever you are thinking, whatever yeah. you are. So that's the realization we have to have right now. You know, how is it that we create? I had a moment the other day. It's just Sunday, a few days ago. I don't know, everything just came really clear. And very present. And I could, I could see my thoughts as just clouds. Like there was no effect. I just laughed at them. They were just funny. Beautiful. <laughs> and I went on a walk. And every, it was like a brand new. It was like everything was wonderment. How beautiful. And I slept great. And I woke yeah. up the next day and it was gone. And I was frustrated. <laughs> but just, just thinking about the experience, yes? Yes. It gives you a completely different yes. Um, yes. Uh, interpretation of problems or of life, of who you are and everything. I want to get, want to get back hey, to that. No, well, just think about it. Not everybody is that lucky to have that experience. So you had it. <laughs> and it lasted too, at least a good six hours. I want it back now. I will get it back. You know, it, yeah. it is. Practice, practice, practice. Discipline. Just... And, and you know what? Maybe connecting more with nature will bring it back. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just this discipline of, of keep. Being aware is, is what I told you. Instead of meditating 20 minutes in the morning and at night, why not to be in this meditative state by using the Ho'oponopono, you know, to be in that state and to well, be able to have more of those experiences. It's interesting you say that. Because to be I, able to see how God sees, not how we see. So I, I, I practice centering prayer, which is a form of meditation. Which and, one? Uh, it's, it's called centering prayer. It's a meditation. Oh, okay. And, and the way it works is you're supposed to say a, a word every time a thought comes and it brings you back to center. The oh. other day, 
it just went right into my Ho'oponopono automatically. I didn't even do it purposely. It just, yeah. I was like, oh, it's automatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, be it's a beautiful uh, sensation when you realize you are in automatic. But the other thing is, whatever brings you back to, to present, you understand what I mean? You can get your own tools too. You can even you could even ask for your own tools or when you have a problem, you can say, how do I erase? How do I, uh, uh, how do I cling with this? Yes, and I maybe something that you heard before it comes or maybe something new that you never heard before. I like to hug a tree and do ice blue. <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, or you touch the flowers. Yes. You go mm -hmm. and, and you just say uh, ice blue too. Yeah. And there, there's a whole bunch of them. There's uh, the tools, light, yeah. light switch. Light switch. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why people think it's just the four phrases. But we have many ways to do it. And again, you, get, you can get your own tools because maybe, you know, this prayer that you said, that's your tool too. And you know, and you switch from, and sometimes it's the thing you and I love you, or you know. So, what is it that works for you? That is important, and that you trust that. So, one of the things that Dr. Hulen taught in this training was the subconscious mind, the inner child, also has control over your cells, your physical body. Exactly. And Take so, we, care of your body. Exactly. Right. Like I said before, it does your breathing and everything. Yes. And that's why if you have an illness or whatever, you can always ask the child, please let go. But lovingly, not let go. <laughs> you know, right. please let go. And you're patient, yes? It's very important, like, for example, uh, with illness or whatever, again, that you don't resist because what you resist persists because maybe, it, and let go of expectations because maybe the illness is still there, but it doesn't bother you or it doesn't get worse, or it doesn't interfere with your normal life, and still there. Like, you know, thank you, but I'm busy. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> well, yeah, I'm a nutritionist, so I, I come across a lot of people who are not well, mm. and, you know, they're, they want to heal through nutrition. So I could be cleaning. Very important, very yeah, important. I could be cleaning for them, too. Yes, exactly. Well, like we said, you are kind of a therapist, too, yes? Yeah. So uh, the idea is the, the clients that come to you or the, your patient uh, come um, to give you one more chance. So you are, also you will, by inspiration, you will get what that person needs instead of, you, you understand, like, okay, this works for everybody or this is, you know, and maybe you come up with new things, you know, to recommend people because you work with inspiration. We're starting to get close to the end here. So I want to know what's Dr. Hugh Len like with the with the camera off? <laughs> He's well, an first interesting of all, guy. You have to know, you have to know I'm I'm not in contact with him since 2009. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Uh how he used to be. <laughs> uh I mean, I'm so, I'm very grateful to him for teaching me the Ho'oponopono, but for saying to me that all I had to be was myself. You know, that was the best advice he gave me, yes? Because I thought I was going to have to train on public speaking or things like that. And he told me, no, you just have to be yourself, you know? And, and that's the really the easiest way. Um, 
And also because he taught me how to trust God 300%, you know? Uh, being with him, it was really, you wouldn't doubt that God existed, you know? And he was an amazing role model, you know? Uh, he was very believe, connected to divinity. Unbelievable, uh, unbelievable. So that was an amazing experience for me. Now, the other thing that I have to tell you that sometimes I, I share with people is he, he had a temper and he would get mad at us because, you know, we wouldn't, you know, we would come with questions, intellectual questions, you know, mm -hmm. and things like that. And he would get like, <laughs> well, he know? was, he was stern to the he, audience he was, members at the, at the seminars. He would be like, yeah, he's not FBI. like, oh, like, yeah, this, oh, now he was very funny. And sometimes he was very funny. One day we came back from a training and he told me, he, every time we came back from a training, he would say, Kat, what did you learn today? You know? And actually when he asked that, something came like, yeah, today I realized this, you know, or I went deeper on this, or now I got it. You know, I heard this so many times, but now I got it. Um, and one day he asked me, what do you think about the, how was the training? And I said, well, if this was my first training, I would have never uh, came back. <laughs> And she said, why? He says, the way you treated people? I said, I would have never, you know, come back, you know. And, uh, and he, he would tell me, you know, I heard divinity told me, give it to them. Otherwise, they won't get it. Give it to them, yeah. you know. So um, uh, he had a temper. He wasn't, you know, always that caring. He wasn't always that happy. But he was a, an amazing soul. And I understand his frustration <laughs> with us. Because again, we, we keep being intellectual, we keep trying to understand, we don't trust, we don't let go, we say we let go, but we don't. And, and somebody that has that connection and that trust is hard for somebody, you know, it's frustrating. I think like it's frustrating for us right now, seeing so many people asleep, yeah, with everything that is happening. And we don't understand how come people don't realize what's happening, you know, and it's like we listen we are in different frequencies, you know, like you're listening to one thing and the other, the person next to you listen, you know, understands something totally different. Yeah, he would get annoyed. And we, and we all get frustrated. I understand. He would get annoyed with uh, audience members when they would ask a question. He'd be like, no, yes. don't ask a question. Yeah, no, clean with your question. Yeah. Right. <laughs> clean with your question. So then people would, wouldn't ask, yeah, because they were afraid. And then he would say, don't let me scare you, you know, <laughs> or something. If you have a question, you can ask. Well, but yeah, he would make that, that statement. And that is important to know that your questions are memories and that you can clean with them. That right. is important. That's a very important statement, you know. Right, right. And he kept... He kept pounding on that. Yes, he kept pounding like, on it. Yes, yeah. so. and also, and also, he could tell when people would come from intellect and being want to be right. And you understand what I mean? Just you know, how come this can work? This is ridiculous, or things like that, or just I just want to be right, you know, or have the last word. And I mean, he would get really upset with those people. He could tell <laughs> where they were coming from. How about people that start unearthing trapped emotions? Like um, we tend to have like these trapped emotions in us sometimes. Yeah. And when, Ho'oponopono can like 
<laughs> they, they could really stir it up. Well, well, you have to be patient too. Yes, it's not like, oh, I said thank you and they went. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you keep working on this. And it, again, who you are giving the control to? It's the same like fear. You know, you can always say also to fear, I'm, I'm busy right now. You know, thank you, but I'm busy. Or I'm not buying. You know, we are buying these things. So the stories and everything. So um, uh, it is important to, to be patient, know that you are. And again, our inner child is also our emotional mind. So you can also talk to your child, please let go. You know, let's just to be happy instead of right. You know, mm -hmm. many times when people discuss this thing that I don't have any problem because I'm still intellectual and I can understand intellects and I can relate to intellects very well. But I tell them, listen, if you are happy, keep doing what you are doing. <laughs> you know, you don't have to change anything if you are happy. Now, if you are not happy, maybe you want to look, you know, at yourself and say, maybe there is something that I need to change. With Ho'oponopono being so simple, why do people still come out into the seminars and everything? Don't they, uh, don't, don't they have it by now? <laughs> well, sometimes we made that statement, but I also tell Kevin that the people that come back are the ones that really get it. Yeah. Because you don't get it in one seminar, to be honest with you. Um, it, again, like I told you before, Dr. Hulen would ask me, what did you get today? You know, uh, um, you always go deeper, yes? Because the training is for the subconscious mind. And also the cleaning that happens. The people know, some people can see the cleaning, you know, that happens during the seminar. So a lot of people come for the cleaning. For example, some people participate even in absentees. I used to also participate in absentee if I couldn't make it because you see results. You know, you, you know that things happen. For example, every time I took a training, it's like I was cleaning more. You know, I was more conscious, a little bit more conscious. Um, I started seeing moving and tangent. And this is not about getting people's money. It, this is really re seeing results. So I, I took it like 200 times or, or more, I don't know. But uh, every time I learn something. And now when I teach, I learn, I always learn something. And you mm -hmm. go again, a little bit deeper, you change your perception, you know, and that is important. And, and again, you, are, you keep training your inner child, yes? So your inner child is listening to this and is getting, you know, more and more and knows that you are committed too, yes? So it's going to help you. Yeah, and the other thing that I've discovered too is that if somebody, if someone's around you and they're negative or let's just say you walk by and the news is on and it's negative, <clears throat> that's more data that's coming in to be stored into your yeah you don't want to store more yes you don't want yeah you got to clean on the spot you want to try to not to yeah not to accumulate more yes we have enough to clean already right okay so where can people come find your work and learn more about you uh well if you come to mabelcats.com, that's that's my website. You will find out about events and things uh, happening. I, I have some memberships, you know, I do I give classes monthly. I created a lot of zero frequency training. Zero frequency is like my trademark to help people to find their purpose, uh, their passion. I feel 
a perfect world would be one that we all do what we love. So I created CEO Frequency to make it more inter to make Obonopono more intellectual, uh, to be able to share with people what helped me to be more aware, to uh, to uh, to clean more, to let go more, and um, but also always concentrating on what would you do even if you don't get paid because you love it, and not because you have to do it for free for the rest of your life, but in the beginning. You know, you volunteer, you you check, you do it, you know, and then you start growing. Yeah, and you have a, a very nice Instagram as well. A lot of yes, yes, in Instagram, Mabel Katz. Well, a lot, a lot Spanish in stuff, Spanish, yeah. yes, but yeah. we 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 try to take care of our English speakers too. So to remind people, you know, to let go and trust. So yes, I LinkedIn. Face, in Facebook is Mabel Katz fan page, but in all the other ones, it's uh, just uh, Mabel Katz, my name. Last question. Are you drinking yes. your solar water? I'm drinking my solar water, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that at least doing something, you know, we need to drink water. Not, why not solar water? Yes. You just put a little, just a little splash in? A, li a little bit of the solar water will, will, will solarize the whole thing, yes. Yes, thank you. It's been a pleasure.